Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It's Laura here today. It is super cloudy and cold outside. The fall leaves are everywhere. I have to confess, I love it. And I also wanted to give a shout out to Sarah. Sarah, who Sarah Travers, she's one of our master's clients. Rest is productive. Yeah, man. Um, wearing that today. And wanted to come talk about what is it that humans actually buy? What do they spend money on? And I've heard so many wonderful people talk about this in different ways. Rich Litvin. Alex Hermosi, my mentor. Um, and when you do like lots of different coaches, sales trainings, like the, the cool thing is, is that it all starts to sound the same. It's like different ways of saying the same thing, which from as a business coach myself, as a business mentor, as teaching hundreds of nurse coaches how to sell, it makes me feel good because I can rest assured that there's not something I'm missing. Really like a mastery of teaching the subject is finding the right way to teach the thing. It's a pretty well-defined thing to each different human. Each of you have different personalities, backgrounds, fears, strengths, human design, like you're all different, right? So your way of selling is going to be different than other people's ways of selling. And that doesn't mean that other people's ways of selling are wrong or are less effective or aren't right. They're just different. But what isn't different, if we think about human buying behavior, what what do we spend money on? What do you guys spend money on? What do I spend money on? What are the biggest industries in the world? And how do these biggest industries in the world sell things to people? When you really like peel back the layers on marketing, it's it boils down to four things. And this is from Rich Litvin. I love uh I love boiling it down to these four things. I've seen it boiled down to many more things, but all those many more things fit into these four categories. So human beings only spend money on four things. And everything that you spend money on will fit into one of these categories. Human beings will spend money on peace, 
They will spend money to have more money. They will spend money to have more time. And they will spend money to have more status. So when we're selling coaching, when we're selling our coaching programs, we have to keep that in mind. I'm going to give you a bunch of examples of how a newer coach versus an experienced coach is going to sell their program. Okay. What I find coaches when they first start their practice is they're selling wellness or they're selling losing weight or lowering your A1C or they're selling uh, finding your passion or they're selling the experience of feeling deeply hurt, removing emotional blocks. For me, I I started with more holistic health. Um, And we talk about it in in these ways that that are very vanilla and not very magnetic and not very interesting. So our first posts and flyers don't get a lot of attention usually because of the way that we talk about the thing that we do. So let me give you an example. I'm going to actually pull up this from my anatomy of a sale workshop. That is on our website that you can purchase if you want to. This is a workshop I did uh, last year. And all of the money that we make on that workshop gets donated to people who need support in their health from a holistic standpoint and can't afford it. We've donated over, I think, $3,000 so far from the sale of that workshop. So if you purchase that workshop, it doesn't go to Shelby and I. It's, it'll be um, given to somebody in need eventually. Okay. So I'm going to give you, this is from Rich Litvin. It's not mine. So let's say that you were a mindfulness coach. So you went through your training. You've loved the mindfulness piece. You you believe that mindfulness, if practiced regularly, changes your life. It changed your life. Uh, I have several clients that this is their niche. This is what they stand on. It's incredible. Uh, So if on your website or in your post, or when you're talking about it to people, so when people interface with you and the, the service that you provide, you say something like um, meditation, nurse coaching, and learning about meditation and mindfulness is a great way to reduce stress, promote health and well-being, and maintain a positive and relaxed attitude to life. I'm going to ask you guys this. Would you spend $3,000 right now to have some well-being? I mean, I'm speaking to coaches, so maybe you would because you kind of get what that means. But for the layman, uh, what does well-being even mean and why is it so expensive? So if we upgrade this, let's make it relevant to who we're talking to and let's appeal to peace, to time, to money, and to status. So let's say meditation helps you develop inner peace in your daily life. When you have more inner peace, people trust you. They take you more seriously because they see that you don't feel insecure in challenging moments. When you are more secure, you feel more confident and you're taken more seriously by your boss, your board, or your customers. Imagine how your increased confidence and inner peace will impact your salary and opportunities for promotion. Of course, if you don't get that promotion, you'll feel confident from the inside out anyway. Would you spend $3,000 on that? That's a lot different than well-being. So the way that we talk about what we provide has to have that in mind. And when we think about sales, there is a gatekeeper to our clients' wallets and to our wallets. 
And that gatekeeper is our ego. And this ego is shrouded in conditioning from our upbringing, in what we value, what we don't value, the way we think about money, the way we think about spending money, the way we think about spending money on ourselves. There's there's lots of things the ego have layered there that as the coach selling coaching, it's really helpful to begin to, to get a picture for our client's gatekeeper. What is the, the ego for our client saying to them? So I, I think what in the beginning stages, we often are selling peace. And I sold coaching to lots of chiropractors. And uh, it was kind of business coaching, not really. It was more of, I'll give you their gap. So these were uh, providers during the pandemic who were standing up for what they believe in, were afraid of getting closed down, uh, but didn't feel like they could close down because they wanted to stay open to take care of their clients. They were going against the grain. This was causing problems in their family life. This was causing problems with uh, certain patients and other patients were applauding them. It was a lot of like interpersonal conflicts that they were navigating. And when I sold them coaching, I had to ask them explicitly, like, tell me exactly how your life is now, like today. And then tell me six months from now, and I would make the date like June 2021, if we're doing our last coaching call and we were able to do it all, all the things that you, that's on your mind that you want to shift and change. Tell me how you'd feel in your new life six months from now and tell me what your external circumstances would be like. And I definitely sold them peace. I sold them time because they were running around with like a chicken with their head cut off. So we talked about uh, time of it in and of itself, of their values, matching their time, of creating boundaries, um, creating different offers with their clients to get more money for less time, bigger impact. Uh, we talked about creating more money, which we did through different income streams. And we talked about status of really stepping into and owning what they believed and standing in their own authority and making them relevant to their potential patients and uh, clients. And it was a lot of fun. But when I sold them those packages, we touched on all of them. I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time. What I didn't do was sell them how many sessions they were going to have with me. I didn't say, hey, so-and-so, yeah, for the next six months, we're going to meet every every week, three weeks on, one week off for an hour. You have access to me on Marco Polo and an email in between. We're going to enter into a relationship where you're going to feel supported. I'm going to challenge you. And it's three, you know, whatever, $6,000. I didn't sell that because that the, the, the human ego doesn't want to reach into their pocket and pay you $6,000 to know that they can have conversations with another human being. The ego wants to know what's in it for me. Sure, Laura, I'll, I'll, I'll pay $6,000, but what are you actually getting? Like, what are you trying to achieve? When we're selling coaching to people that don't know what coaching is, this has to become an art form of, of us, the coach, of being able to paint a picture so clear using language that's so relevant, using the client's own language and touching on peace, money, time, and status. 
because that's how we can break through the, the egoic gatekeeper. And I can already hear some of you rumbling. I'm going to, I'm going to just speak to a few of you who are thinking, oh, that's some manipulative. I don't know about that. I don't want to manipulate people into hiring me. Um, no, we don't want to manip manipulate people into hiring us. That is not what we want to do. And that's not what I'm teaching you to do. What we want to do is if we 10 out of 10 know we can help someone, if we 10 out of 10 believe that that person has the potential to shift their life, their beliefs, their thoughts, and their actions to then create a completely different reality at the end of six months, and we 10 out of 10 believe in coaching because we have a coach, we've hired a coach, we're experiencing our own transformation. So we believe in the modality itself. We believe in the art of coaching. We have all three of those beliefs. We're holding all of them. Then it's advocacy. And let me give you a different a nursing perspective. Let's say that you are an ICU nurse and you have a patient that has uh, that needs an, uh, an amputation, an ankle amputation. Let's just call it that to save their life. Um, it's gangrene has set in. It's starting to smell. That you're afraid of shock. You're afraid of sepsis. Like. This operation, they need to consent for this operation. This needs to happen. There is no other, there's no other avenue. Okay. So there's like a, a life or death element to this. You a hundred percent believe in the hospital that you're working for, and you believe in the surgeon who's going to perform the surgery. And you believe in the ability of this, this client or patient, we'll call it patient, this patient's life for her to heal and to have a meaningful life. You have all these external circumstances in crystal clear vision. And you're the nurse on duty. How would you talk about it? How would you talk about uh, consenting to the surgery so that they could heal? Would you be worried about coercing them? Would you be worrying about selling them something that they didn't want? And I know this is this is extreme. But when we look at human suffering, we look at our clients, we look at the life that they're currently living and the life that they could be living. If we can look at it that cleanly, when it's not about us, about us making money, about our business, it's like about us serving humanity and serving our client, then knowing how to get through the gatekeeper of their ego is a deep level of advocacy. And I've been sold to this way and I sell this way. And uh, very, very rarely do people feel like they're being sold to when I sell this way. I had one experience with someone who did, who projected onto me. He was in sales. He was certain that I was just trained, that I was in it for the money, probably because he's just in it for the money in his business. And that's okay. <laughs> um, but I would say the other five or 600 proposals that I've done, uh, they go really well. They're not all yeses, um, but I don't say, I don't skimp out on saying the uncomfortable things. And I do talk about the vision like it's their life or death depends on it. So if think about your practice right now, wherever you are in it, what you're currently selling, what your offers are. If you're just beginning, it's general nurse coaching. So it's some version of wellness coaching or life coaching. 
It's general nurse coaching, and you're offering three-month packages for about 1500 bucks. This is all newbies. Let's just make this your offer right now. For all my more seasoned peeps and clients who listen to this, think about what you're selling. How are you selling to get through the gatekeeper of the ego, touching on peace, time, money, and status? How does your offer and your coaching program touch all of those? And how would you talk about them? Just start to think about that. Let's uh, give some case studies for uh, general wellness coaching, because I think that's where most nurse coaches start. Some people stay there. Some people don't. Um, but I would say, having been an instructor in, in a certification, that I think that's kind of how we're taught. We tend to start in the health realm, even though we can apply nurse coaching and all of its principles to any type of coaching in any part of the life. So let's just talk about, let's use... Um, somebody who really wants to prioritize their time and wants to lose weight. Let's make this a 45-year-old woman who's going through perimenopause, who's always put her family first, has never put herself first. Maybe she's even a nurse. And we're on an application call or a, a discovery call or powerful conversation number two, whatever you want to call it. And we're getting ready to do the proposal. Now, before we're going to get ready to do that proposal, if you learn from Shelby and I, you're going to split this into two calls because you're going to slow it way down and you're going to have some idea of what you're going to say. So how is working with you going to create more peace? This is Peace is a largest category for nurse coaches. I think that that's most of what we think people are going to buy coaching for fits into the peace category. We very rarely connect it to how it's going to save the client time how it's going to save the client money, and how it's going to change the way the world interacts with the client. And if we leave those three off the table, a lot of times our proposals fall flat. So let me give you an example. Hey, so-and-so, I'd love to, to work with you. Would you like to hear about what it could look like to work with me professionally? Sure. Sure, Laura, I'd love to. Awesome. We're going to meet for three months, three weeks on, one week off. Uh, it'll be hour long sessions and we will, uh, you can email me in between and we're going to work on your wellness and we're going to work on your weight loss and we're going to work on self-care and self-love and prioritizing yourself. And that is $1,500. That's not a terrible proposal, um, but I want you just to feel what that feels like. A lot of people say yes to this proposal, by the way. Uh, they do, but I want to make it different. Um, so I'm going to redo this again. Hey, so-and-so, I would love to coach you. And I'd, but before I, I go into what that could look like, I want to make sure that that's something you might be interested in. And if you're not, that's cool. We'll come up with a plan for you to just implement what you've already started learning and doing with me. And they say, no, Laura, I think this would be great. I really think I need support. Awesome. Well, first, I want to talk about what we do for the next three months. So for the next three months, we're going to do exercises around boundaries. We're going to work on self-care. I have all sorts of different things that I'd like to bring to the container so that you start to, to really remember who you are and that your life becomes a reflection of your values. Because when we start living a life that's a reflection of our values, we prioritize our time. We stop wasting time on things that don't matter. And we just have more space. And I know you create that space. And secondly, we stop spending money on things that we're trying to use to make us feel better or to numb us out. And so what I find with a lot of my clients is we end up saving money and then using money for the things that are really important to you, like this coaching container. And three, money. 
I find that there can be fear about spending money on one's self, especially someone like you when we've talked about this. And yet sometimes us showing what it looks like to our children to spend money on oneself, to take care of oneself, leaves a lasting impression so that they don't hesitate to take care of themselves as they grow up. And lastly, the end of our container, if everything goes amazingly, which I think that it will, you're going to have more energy, you're going to feel lighter, your clothes are going to fit looser, you're going to be having more sex with your husband, and family and friends are going to start asking you what's going on because they're noticing such a big difference in you. And at work, you'll stop working any overtime shifts. You'll stop standing up, standing up for what you believe in. And I know that you wanted to talk about moving up in the company. By the end of our three months, we can start talking about what that could look like. Because we don't want to add anything to your plate that's already full. We want to clear space for something better. We'll do that in three months. I'll give you the logistics after, but that's going to be $1,500. What comes up for you? Is, is that worth $1,500 to you? And then you guys can't see the video right now, maybe if you're watching the video, but if you're not watching the video, I'm pausing. I'm pausing um, because I want to let the gravity of that choice point sit with lots of tension in between the client and I, and I don't want to cut it. Because oftentimes when a client like this makes this decision for the first time, they hire their first coach. They spend that much money on themselves. That action alone starts a a sequence of events that completely alters the trajectory of their life. This is like big time stuff here. This is so exciting. This changes their family's life, their kids' lives, their grandkids. It's like it it changes generational patterns, these kinds of of decisions. I don't want to make these feel like they're just arbitrary little coaching contracts. We have the opportunity to change people's lives. Our proposal, the way we talk about the the service that we provide is uh, we talk about the result. The result is what we're selling. We We talk about selling the vision. We are selling the result. We are selling a defined potential future that the client has told us that they want with great detail and hitting on peacetime money and status. And status is like, it's not all egoic, right? Status is what other people think of us. It's what our husbands think of us. It's what our children think of us. It's what our employers experience us as. It's not just having status for, for whatever reason. It's your how you move in the world in relation to other people, how your, your own self-concept that, gets, that changes over time as other people start having a different concept of you as well. Alex Herbosi talks about this, and I'm going to this is the last example. This will be a shorter episode today, but um, he talks about selling the vacation, not the trip. So if you're talking to a potential client, you're not going to, like if you were, let's, let's say that you're going to equate this to being a travel agent. You have someone walk into your travel agency and they say, uh, I really, really want to go on a nice trip. Can you sell me a trip? And you say, yes, for $5,000, we're going to get you first class tickets and you and your family can all sit together and they have really great luggage um, services and we can get you a ride from the airport to your hotel. And at the hotel, we're going to put you into a room with blah, 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 like 
that would be the equivalent of selling the logistics of your coaching program. Or you could say, well, do you want to go some, where do you want to go? How do you want to feel? Is I want to go somewhere warm. You want to go tropical? Yeah. Well, tell me about your dream vacation. What, what are all the, the pieces that would have to be there for this to be the best vacation of your life? What kind of, what kind of scenery do you want? Okay. Have them answer all those questions. And then you sell them Maui at sunset with their feet in the water, holding hands and their kids frolicking. You paint a picture of what it will feel like to be there. That is what they're paying you for. They are not paying you for their, their seats and the logistics of the plane ride and the hotel. This is very different than um, selling any other service, in my opinion. Like it's just, I think that in energy healing, we can sell it this way. Um, there's the, in, in some consulting, we can sell it this way. But for services like, like a one-off energy healing session or a one-off coaching session or a one-off massage therapy session or a one-off whatever, we can't sell it this way. And when we first start our businesses, I think we think we have to sell it this way because this is the only way we've ever been sold to. And our brain is trying to, to put it into that category of this is how we sell it. This is where your brain will go, well, that's a lot per hour. Oh, that's I can't charge that. That's a lot per hour. We do not sell our services per hour. People do not pay me what they pay me because every hour that they spend with me is so incredible. They pay me because of all the experience and the work that I've done to become a, a really great coach that when they spend time with me, their lives shift. They're paying me for the shift. They're paying me for the insights. They're paying me for the different perspective and how they see the world and they see themselves. They are not paying me to spend minutes in my presence. To be honest, it's not even about me. It's the space that I hold for the transformation to occur. And I've just learned to hold that space. I mean, they're, they're, they're paying for the space, for the transformation. They're paying for the result. So quick exercise here. And I want you guys to email me if you have any questions because I love getting emails about our podcasts or yeah, email, message me, whatever, Facebook group. Where could you talk about more, your services creating more time for your clients? Really think about that. Um, Shelby and I, when we sell mentorship spots, obviously we know that nurses want more time. They want more time with their family. They want more time. They want to pick their kids up from school. They want to be able to take days off to go on field trips. They want to take every Friday off of work and have a, a three-day weekend every weekend. They want to never work a holiday again. They want to be able to take two weeks off at Christmas with their kids. Like They want to be able to travel and work from wherever they are. These are all things I know that, that our potential clients, you guys want. Um, so we're, for us, like selling... Uh, the result of working with us creates a life where you have more time. Like that's a really easy match for me and Shelby to, to give you. And then money, obviously we teach you how to make money so that you can have more time, more peace and create more status. If that's what you so choose. So for, for my niche, it's pretty easy to do that for your niche. How do you connect it to time and money? And uh, the status one, people get really hung up on this one. Um, status is not negative. We all have a status. We have a self-status and we have a, a, a perceived station in the world when we walk around. And as much as we say we don't care about it, our ego does. So like Laura, the uh, the eternal soul doesn't care about it, but my ego pipes up about all of it. 
your ego probably pipes up, pipes up about all of it. So acknowledging that this is part of us, it's the gatekeeper and satiating the ego with a little bit of status can be really nice when we're trying to do hard things. And I'm, I'm a big advocate that we don't get rid of the ego. We just learn to live with it, um, become aware that the ego is not us. It doesn't drive the ship, but it doesn't go away. I mean, as long as we're in this human body, I think the ego and the ego and our true authentic soul, infinite part of ourselves, like we're in partnership, right? And it's like, who's driving today? Who's the boss today? Those are the kinds of conversations I have with my ego. Um, the ego ultimately will make some decisions when you're reaching into your wallet to get your credit card or when you're checking your bank account and your clients, this is the same for your clients as well. And so we have to learn to speak to the ego, not leave it out. And those are the four keys to get through so that um, now you know what, what humans spend money on. So when you're selling your service, you want to connect it to the, the things that they will spend money on. And we do that through the way that we talk about the, the vision or the result in great detail. And you're going to get better and better and better at this. Just keep going. Um, all right, guys, that's a little bit of a short one today. I'm usually a big old rambler. Let me know how that lands for you guys. We do have a, I think this is a $30 workshop coming up. It's the Effortless Enrollment Workshop. It is um, November 17th at 11 Central. This is, we'll probably piggyback off of some of what we've talked about today, but we're really wanting to lean into, there can be parts of enrolling clients that feel effortless because it's coming from a different place. And so we're super stoked about that. Come hang out with us in the Facebook group, message me, email me, let me know how this lands, and we will see you in the coming week.